Um, personal privilege. Yes. There's only one chlorinated chicken that I can see in this house. This is Armstrong and Getty. Why are you here today? We choose truth over facts. I, I don't understand what you're saying. So we got to kind of perfect that one a little bit more. No one knows what it means, but it's provocative. Uh, I wouldn't comment on it other than to say that... Uh... All right, go, go. <clears throat> Spare us the theatrics! Behave yourself! Who wouldn't want an opportunity to talk to Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty? Well, uh, Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty asked the same question of their listeners, and here's their response. There's only one chlorinated chicken that I can see in this house. I give you America itself. This is Ed McMahon. And now, here's Armstrong and Getty. Studio C, a dimly lit room deeper than the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications Compound. And hey, everybody, on a Friday, we're under the tutelage of our general manager. I'm going to go with Talks with China, which sent the market up yesterday. Oh, I didn't hear the, uh, the news report that. It certainly doesn't get as much attention when it goes up 400 points as when it goes down right. 400 points. Huh, which that's is, strange. The nature of journalism. <clears throat> I do have concern, though, that, uh, and I guess we'll know here in a couple of weeks because they're having their big meeting uh, at a high level in just just a few weeks. I'm really worried that Trump's going to uh, back down to a certain extent on this to keep the economy humming along through the presidential election. And I know individually that a lot of people uh, around the country, maybe a lot of you listening right now, it would be good for you. To, uh, you know, as Joe's been saying, you know, pick some part of the deal and claim victory. But if we don't overall deal with this whole China thing, well, then we're continuing to fund their attempted takeover the, of the world. Right. And that's just that's just not a good plan. When you're the superpower on Earth funding the up and coming superpower, who happens to be, by the way, evil. Um, uh, because you don't have the stomach for what it would take to put them in a corner, is uh, I find that troubling. So I don't know. China is asshole. Joe's not here today, but I know his theory is that Trump's gonna um claim victory with a couple of wins because we could we will get some wins out of this, just not the big win of them changing the way they do business right. with us, and uh, and then win re-election, and then, you know, he'll have a four-year runway to really try to stick it to China. But, man, that that assumes a win in the election. It assumes the economy being pretty good because the economy has to be pretty good to be able to weather this sort of a trade battle with China. Anyway, I hope he sticks it out. I really do. Um, As you know, if you listen to the show, I've been on a China kick for quite a while now reading all these different books, uh, fiction and nonfiction about China. It is an evil empire and it could make the soviet union look like punks if it doesn't already and uh and and us funding their rise just seems like a bad idea anyway more on that uh later it's friday so it will be uh there'll be plenty of frivolity on a friday Nicki minaj has announced her retirement for instance yes do you get to retire when you're 28 or whatever how old is she she's 36 is she really yeah yeah yeah. children i thought did she get famous later in life than I realized? Or am I just old and the time went by fast? I think probably famous later in life. She probably mm-hmm. didn't hit it until 
late twenties, maybe. So I she get, had a six right. to eight year run. I right. get her mixed up with one of the other ones, the Cardi B. Cardi B. Yeah. Which one was the the stripper who rolled drunks? Cardi B. Cardi B. Yeah. Okay, not Nicki Minaj. Right. Correct. Which one is the one that's friends with Bernie Sanders? Uh, Cardi B. That's I Cardi, believe. Yeah. yeah. Cardi B. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So then Nicki Minaj plays no role in my life. Well, she <laughs> she is the other part of the. Remember when there was the backstage fight between Cardi B oh, and yeah. someone else? Yeah. 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 So there right. was some beefs there, and, and they were yeah. rolling around. Yeah. That's fantastic. Anyway, more on that later. Let's introduce everybody in the squad to kick off the show. There's our board operator, Michelangelo, pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. How are you this morning, Michael? Good. You know, I'm still enjoying the story you stole, uh, told yesterday, Jack, about one of your sons renting out the top bunk to the other son. I don't know why I find that so right, funny. He's but... renting it out as storage space. Yeah. It's just... Sam has too much stuff in his room and needed some place to put it. And Henry said, if you, <laughs> if you pay me $2 a week, I'll let you put it in the top bunk of my, my bunk bed because I don't need it. Yeah, I just find it amusing. <laughs> so you know? he's got a storage container in his room that he's renting out. Is it right. zoned for that? <laughs> right. right. How about permits? Yeah. And he is going to charge him a $2 fee right. if he uh, eats or drinks up no, there. No, I'm just thinking he's got you know 30 days to pick it up. If he doesn't, then you know he's going to sell it or something. <laughs> I think that is absolutely fantastic. Your whole version of Storage Wars. Yeah. <laughs> um, there is Positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? Doing very well. Uh, it is another time for trailer time with Positive Sean. Oh, cool. Uh, this one is, without a doubt, the funniest trailer that I have done since uh, beginning this feature. Uh, the movie is Between Two Ferns, the movie, apparently. I didn't know they made a movie version. Yeah, yeah so uh, yeah. We'll, we'll see if this quirky internet talk show where Zach Galifianakis uh, awkwardly asks embarrassing questions of celebrities of various clout. And I'm not sure why celebrities volunteer to do it. Oftentimes they, they end up getting embarrassed. but uh... And I I don't know if... I, it is very funny. I'm 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 hesitating to oversell it because I want you guys to enjoy it. But check it out at ArmstrongandGetty.com. You can watch me watch the trailer. We'll both watch the trailer together. It's almost like we're friends. Is it a movie that will be in theaters? Uh, Netflix. It's a Netflix, Netflix. release. Yeah. Okay. Um, and you know what's a movie? Is it just a longer episode of the show? Uh, there seems to be a little bit of a plot with this. Will Ferrell is playing some sort of uh, executive, and he instructs. Uh, he essentially orders 10 more episodes of this internet show, and if you do well, then I'll give you a network show. Gotcha. And that's kind of the, the plot. What is a movie? What is a TV show? All these lines right. are so blurred now, I don't even know why we, we, we use them. I don't know what the point is. Um, there is Marshall Phillips, who does our news every day. How are you this morning, Marshall? Well, i got to tell you, it's going to be a very fuzzy Friday for me today. Had to up my dosage of penicillin and painkillers. Whoa. It's all to deal with my dental problems. Now, brace yourselves. It turns out I may have a fractured root canal. Ooh, I don't know what that is, but that sounds horrible. Oh, the pictures well, that were sounds horrible. not good. How Any, did you do that? What were you doing? I grinding my teeth. Bar uh, fight? Oh, yeah, bar fight. <laughs> bar fight. I go with that. Grinding your teeth will do that? Yeah, I, you know. Do you grind your teeth? You I do, I do. do you? Yeah, I While do. While you sleep? Yeah. Yeah. You don't seem like a, a person that's got that a level of... Uh, Anger? <laughs> Angst? <laughs> Ah, my my wife clenches her jaw, which I guess is basically grinding your teeth. Right. Clenches her jaw and gets these horrifying headaches. I used to do that too because there's a a big nerve vein that goes right through your jaw. Right, and if you clench your teeth, you'll right. get yourself insane headaches. Yeah, 
Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I was able to move past that, luckily. But you, you grind your teeth in your sleep. Apparently so. Anyway, I just wanted to point out I am working through the pain, proving my manliness once again, uh-huh. ladies. <laughs> Uh, the penicillin is that? Did you have an infection or something? Oh yeah, oh, I right. mean no, there's Jeez, it's, it's it's a mess. Hey, is uh, speaking of uh, uh, people's health, Joe Biden bleeding from anywhere else today? Anything? Oh, we have an update. Okay, anything oozing out of Joe Biden? We today? have an update. Has he had a fall? No. Did he get lost at any point? No, none of those things. That's good to know. Um, so we'll uh, bring you up to speed He's on that. He's wearing fashionable sunglasses. <laughs> I have a little more information on the iPhones that are coming yeah. out. The one thing I don't have is the date. Is that a secret? Do we know when the iPhones are going to be released? I don't believe they've had the event where they announce the official date release. Okay, but yet. it's in September, I believe. I thought it, I thought I saw September 27th. Okay. That's what I'll, I thought I saw. I'll but, do some checking on that. Because uh, my phone has definitely reached the I can't use this anymore. Uh, it's pretty uh, much just a scrap, right? Just it's uh, well, it has to be plugged into a cord at all times, so it's a okay. corded phone. I'm one of the uh, few people that that have gone back to corded phones. Next launch event September 20th, so okay. later this month. Okay, and all I right. got some new details on what they think is going to be in those uh, fabulous iPhones, which actually they're bringing back the the home button for your thumb because people missed that. Yeah, it's a good move. Well, yeah. that's that's the thing that enables the fingerprint unlocking of the phone. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and they're bringing that back. Some people miss that. I would miss that. But anyway, uh, more on that later. And we have... Uh, oh, okay. So anyway, we'll begin the show at... Uh, when should we start it? Now is a good time? I guess so. Mark. Ten, your dumb internet talk show, and you give me a network talk show. I'm a white man, and I'm straight, and I deserve it. Fantastic. <laughs> that is from the Between Two Ferns movie trailer. <laughs> um, what are our other headlines, Marsha Phillips? Facebook and Google being hit with more antitrust investigations. We're going to get into that. Biden's Eye, Part 2, and the Brexit meltdown. We've got more verbal fun from the British PM Bojo coming up. Biden's Eye, Part 2. What's going on with Brexit? In fact, we're chasing a good guest to talk about that, to try to figure out what that means to us and how that whole system works. And uh, there was one other thing I wanted to mention. What was the other thing I wanted to mention? I don't remember. I talked about the iPhones. I know we got Clips of the Week coming up next, which is very exciting. Clips of the Week, a fond look back. That is next on the Armstrong and Getty Show. who paid $53,000 to have his cat cloned. I probably shouldn't call him ignoramus. That's probably not nice. Because he missed his old cat so much, he needed to have an exact copy of it. The cat did not miss you. No. <laughs> um, but the details on that, X, and China did it. So China's uh, the big in the cloning business, another reason that they are an evil empire. But more on that and other things coming up. What we have to do now, though, is something we do every Friday morning at this time. We take a fond look back at the week that was. It's an acronym. COW stands for Clips of the Week. We no longer seem to go to governance. It's like we're in a constant election mode and constantly finding reason to cheer against each other. Why don't the Navy come and drop ice in the warm water so it it can't get going as fast as it's going. Our foremost priority now is to end violence, to safeguard the rule of law, and to restore order and safety in society. 
You don't actually think about the Pope using elevators, you know? Does he have elevator jokes? He would have fun ones, right? Like he just gets in and is like, can you hit heaven, please? <laughs> just kidding, eight. I'm going to eight. I've never believed in cowardice. Hurricane Dorian has caused bricks of cocaine to wash up on the beaches in Florida, you heard. A kid in Tampa just built a sandcastle worth $3 million. <laughs> So obviously I wanted to get into the September debates, that wasn't possible. There is no majority for no deal in the country. There's only one chlorinated chicken that I can see in this house, and he's on that bench. Will he confirm again? <laughs> order! Order! Don't gesticulate, don't rant, spare us the theatrics, behave yourself, be a good boy, young man, be a good boy. Ah, uh, we are all enjoying the histrionics of the Brexit arguments going on in Parliament, yet it is actually a real serious thing on a whole bunch of different levels. Oh man. Economically for the world. Just the overall question of um, uh, globalism. Are countries going to join together in some sort of global thing like the EU or just the world economy in general? Or are they going to be primarily concerned with their own sovereignty and their own deal? And this is a step toward one or the other. Um, But how it's going to work out, I don't know. And we might have a good guest coming up on that later. And hopefully more histrionics from the hilarious Brits. Um, so this guy decided to get his cat clone. He really, really, really liked his old cat, which was named Garlic. And, uh, when it was time for Garlic to, you know. Honestly, that's probably about a seven to a seven and a half on a, on a pet name scale. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. Um, but he was really attached to Garlic in the way that people get really attached to their pets. And, uh, but I... A cloned one, even if it looks just like it, it's not. It's not the same thing. It just, it just looks like it. And it's gonna be. That's not the one that you pet all those times. And... No, you don't have any experience with it, and any of those things. And God, and there's a, there's a gazillion cats that look pretty close to the same thing. You're not anyway, familiar to it, um, right? But uh, so f- f- this says it must have been a somebody's got dyslexia because one article I have says fifty three thousand, and then I had another one that says thirty five. So huh. it's somewhere between thirty five and fifty three thousand dollars. <laughs> Uh, to get your cat cloned by the Chinese there. China! Um, he reached out to this Beijing-based lab, which has been in the pet cloning business now for four years. He asked them to clone garlic, and they, they did it. Garlic 2.0 is China's first cloned feline, mostly because it's the first time somebody's really asked and paid to have it done. Uh, it looks mostly like the cat. It has similar, it says, gray and white stripes. I'd say similar gray and white stripes is not good enough for my no. $50,000. It better look exactly like garlic. And if it looks kind of the same but as gray and white, I think you just went to the pound and got a cat. <laughs> Here's That's your what I was thinking. <laughs> Here's your cloned cat. We really put the technology uh, that went into this was amazing. Many lasers and... Sensors. We went down to the pound. Our only problem was which of the 20 that looked exactly like your old cat should we choose to bring to you and claim we cloned a cat? It's like the thing when you, you have a kid and the rabbit dies. You just try to do the old switcheroo. Absolutely. <laughs> um, the cloning process has a lot more to do in with The Handmaid's Tale than with 
Uh, High dollar science says this article. Because as the New York Times points out, there are no laws against animal cruelty in China. So there are a number of horrifying things that have gone on in the process of cloning animals throughout the years. That is one advantage you have of being a totalitarian state that doesn't care about anything like China. You could uh, you could abuse animals and people endlessly until you pull off whatever it is you want to pull off for whatever your reasons are. Somewhere in my brain, I already knew that, but hearing it out loud again made me sad. Yeah, yeah. Um, according to the New York Times, and I'm surprised that this company even tells the truth about this at all, uh, that the cloning produced three pregnancies, two of which were miscarriages, and one of which re- resulted in garlic 2.0, which, as we pointed out, is a cat that looks somewhat like his old cat, <laughs> which is fantastic. God dang it, if you can tell the difference between the same breed of cat, um, good for you, I guess. Congratulations on your Marianne Williamson support. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, a little bit later, we got Marshall's News coming up, but then we're going to get to why are marriage rates down. There's a study that blames a lack of economically attractive men. My wife has talked about her friends complaining about that. There are uh, there, I've, I've heard her friends say there are too many dudes out there that, that just want to hang around and play video games all the time. And uh, and and are not exactly what I'm looking for in a husband. So uh, more on that later. Why millennials might be drinking more, fitting into maybe a similar theme there. And the recession isn't inevitable, according to at least one ex- expert and anybody else who has understood the economic cycles at all. So we'll get to that stuff on the way. Uh, Marshall's news next. We're going to take a look at Joe Biden's other eye to see if it's begun to bleed. <laughs> uh, and uh, there are some interesting things said at the big. Green Energy Global Warming Forum on CNN the other day. We've got some of that for you on the way, that seven-hour extravaganza, because I'm going to assume that you did not watch that on CNN the other day. moment of this live broadcast hurricane what's it called dorian dorian yeah dorian has uh hit uh, hit land in north carolina as a category one storm which is uh, good news for those people in carolina oh man those pictures from the bahamas are amazing incredible mother nature is just how many times have i seen what mother nature can do and i'm still stunned uh when it unleashes its worst. Like, are we supposed to say she? What are the pronouns for Mother Nature? Uh, I believe that's up to her. I mean, th- them to decide. I don't know. How does, how does nature Because I was, was going to say she, but I don't know that Mother Nature wants to be called she. So. Well, I assume Mother Nature implies feminine. Yeah. Yes. Right. right. But exactly. I don't know that. Yeah. Not Father Nature. Right. No, it's Father Time. <laughs> For some reason. Yeah. Very good point. Yeah. Uh, let's get the news now with Marcia Phillips. Well, now states are gearing up to launch Google and Facebook antitrust investigations. The Washington Post is reporting the Texas Attorney General is going to lead the effort to examine the impact of Google on digital advertising markets as well as the potential harm to consumers from their information and their ad choices being concentrated in one company and what that one company may do with that information. While the New York Attorney General is going to take on an investigation of Facebook dealing with questions about the company's handling of personal data, the separate investigations are both going to start next week. Now, the WAPO says the information they've got on these are coming from people that are familiar with the matter. One of the interesting things about 
to me about this is it has taken us so long to wake up to what's going on with these tech companies. I mean, how long have they been doing this, taking all our information? Decade? Two decades? Um, And it's... uh, It... It's omnipresent. I mean, you can't you can't really get away from these right. things very easily, and and they they have all your information and they sell it to other people and they don't tell you about it and they make it very difficult to opt out. And I guess the pure libertarian view is then you go with different companies, but I guess the courts will decide whether or not they think that's realistic. Yeah, and uh, as you know, the uh, legislature has uh, held intensive intensive investigations uh, and uh, testimony from the uh, heads of these companies. Right. Who usually will refer to them saying, "Yeah, I don't know, but I'll get back to you later." Do they ever get back? That's the question. Well, we do know that the biggest lobbyist out there is Google, and they so they throw a lot of money around yep. to both sides of the aisle, Republicans and Democrats, to make sure nobody's questioning them too hard. And that's probably a good strategy. Yeah, the Post is saying Facebook had no comment on their story. Google said, though, it is cooperating with the inquiries. Meanwhile, we've got an update. Biden's Eye Part 2. After Joe... <laughs> Everything's getting a reboot these days. Yeah. After Joe Biden's eye appeared to fill up with blood during the CNN town hall on climate change, pressure is growing for Biden to release his health records. Oh, right. Pressure from whom, though? Well, uh, reporters. I mean, a lot of people are saying, "Okay, what is going on?" We've I already been. If in, I wonder if you know where we have Lon He Chen on later. I'll ask him about that. I wonder if any candidates are behind pushing reporters to demand his health records because that's a good subtle way yeah. to try to bring down the front runner. Because yep. I don't think Joe Biden's pretty well liked as a guy, and I don't think any of them want to be the guy on stage saying, "Look, Joe, you've lost it." <laughs> So if they can get the the press to really go after right. his health records, that might be a good way to handle it. I feel it. like he's the type of guy that would perform well on your generic kind of physical test, though. And I don't do health records have mental acumen, or I, I don't. I doubt think that he's pushes d- the buttons no. that people need to push. No, right? his health records would not have. Has he slipped into senility? Yeah, yeah. Biden has not disclosed his medical history since two thousand eight. When doctors found he had an irregular heartbeat and his campaign is refusing to say whether he takes blood thinners, which is really a fairly common medication for older Americans. I think the press should ask him multiple times a day, where are you right now? Just keep asking him that. And if you can answer that, then it's fine. And what day is it? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that sort okay. of thing. Uh, UK opposition parties are now saying they will reject Boris Johnson's call for an early election in a vote and vote next week. The British Prime Minister has been pushing hard for an election to be held on October 15th. Now, at an event for police recruits, a uh, reporter directly asked if he could promise not to delay Brexit. Can you make a promise today to the British public that you will not go back to Brussels and ask for another delay to Brexit? Yes. And, sorry. I can. And would you I'd rather... rather be, I'd rather be dead in a ditch. <laughs> I'd rather be dead in a ditch yes. than ask for a delay for breakfast. Yes. Bre- bre- we keep saying breakfast. Yeah. Wait, obviously that's on our mind. Right. Do we have breakfast? We or no? are going to have breakfast. I'm buying everybody yes. breakfast today. Yes. Since yes. I am working alone, I am buying everybody <laughs> breakfast today because I need breakfast and I can't eat in front of everybody because that'd be rude. Very good. So we will not delay breakfast. But he may delay Brexit. Yes, Michael? No, thank you, Jack, for breakfast. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So back to Brexit. Yes. So I think I finally understand what's going on here, and somebody had to point it out to me. He wants an election that's between him and Jeremy Corbyn. Corbyn wants an election up and down, up or down on Brexit. Right. An up or down on Brexit 
and Bojo's a little worried he might lose. An up and down on me versus Jeremy Corbyn, Bojo knows he will win because huh. Jerry, Jeremy Corbyn's got his uh, socialist support, but it's nowhere near the the majority that uh, Boris Johnson would have. So that's what so the, the back and forth is over. So he's saying, do you want me or Corbyn to negotiate? Corbyn says, do you want a Brexit or no, regardless right. of who yeah. negotiates? That's yeah. pretty savvy. Yeah, it is. Meanwhile, the Loch Ness Monster may indeed be a real thing. That is according Alrighty. to a group of Fantastic. New Zealand... My kids will be happy to hear this. <laughs> that is according Roughly to... Roughly the perfect age for Loch Ness Monster things, <laughs> seven to nine. Yeah. That's when it was the most fascinating yeah. to me. That is according to a team of scientists from New Zealand. They tested DNA from the Scottish Lake to find out which species might live or have ever lived in it. And according to a report in the New York Daily News, they found a very large amount of DNA from eels. Mm. Yes. Giant eel? Yep. The Loch Ness Monster may very well be a humongous eel. Well, that's not terrifying. (laughs) I read entire books about the Loch Ness Monster when I was a kid. I'd check him out of the library, like in third grade, and read the whole book. Sometimes I think about stuff like that. Like the first person who was on a boat and saw an octopus... And had to try to convince other people, no, 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 this thing's out there. Well, that's where those old-timey drawings come from that yeah. you may have seen in books, where right. they draw these giant, horrible-looking monsters yeah, right. that they saw out at sea. It was right. just a glimpse of an octopus, and that was the best they could yeah, kind of recreate right. it. It's fascinating. Really. Look, tentacles, tentacles. But the first thing that's all whale. Like, the, No, you don't know how big this <laughs> right. thing is. <laughs> oh, hey, you know, that reminds me. Years ago when I uh, was uh, doing uh, some reporting with uh, uh, the Green Society, we were out. Is that when you got arrested? You yes. were with Green Pe- Greenpeace? Yes. And we were way, way out at sea. I mean, way out at sea. And all of a sudden, the whales come up around your ship. And my God, they are impressive. That is, a, that is a bucket list thing for me. I, I got to go out and do a whale watching thing at oh, some point. That seems so fun to me. These what, are huge. What did you get arrested for? Uh, I was two hands. Indecent <laughs> exposure, wasn't it? No, no, no. I was uh, working freelance for the Associated Press, and I had friends in Greenpeace. They led an armada of ships from San Francisco Bay down to uh, uh, San Luis Obispo. They were going to try, and they were protesting against the opening of the uh, Diablo Canyon right. nuclear power plant. Right. And the idea was they'd go out, we'd go out in an inflatable, and they would drop off uh, divers who would get into the intake valves of the nuclear power plant, forcing the officials to not, uh, they, they wouldn't be able to turn the plant on. You hope. <laughs> with, with oh, the, I can turn it on. See, that's why this sort of thing doesn't yeah. work in China yeah. or Russia. Right. Well, yeah, we are going to turn it on. Anyway, we we were out there. They dropped them off, and then all of a sudden, the Coast Guard was there, told us, you know, to uh, to uh, put up our hands. Uh, but why you, were you arrested as a member of the press? Because they didn't know. I mean, you know, we're in an inflatable. Did you tell, were you wearing that little hat with the press thing in the hat? Or? No, <laughs> I, but I did have press passes. I did have credentials. Mm-hmm. And the deal was uh, we're in a little inflatable with a high-powered motor, so we take off. So the Coast Guard is following us, shooting up in the air, because they're not quite sure who we are, and they chase us back into the dock, and then we all get off, and that's where you see that we got a picture of me getting busted. How long were you in the hole? A day. They fingerprinted (laughs) us all, and... uh, Solitary? Did they put you in solitary? (laughs) Nah, nah, we were in a camp-like environment. But uh, yeah, we were were busted by the Justice Department, the FBI, the county sheriff... 
the uh, the Navy, the Coast Guard. I mean, it was endless. Well, and, all the charges dropped, or is this the sort of thing you, is on your record? Uh, it may still be on my record, huh. but they basically told all of us, including me, the reporter, leave tonight. Did you do not come back? Did you find the biggest guy and punch him in the face? It's my understanding <laughs> that's really important to do. Ah, yes. Ah, sure. Sure, Sean. That's exactly what I did. Fantastic. There you go. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. So I was uh, celebrating with my family our 11-year wedding anniversary last night. So I'm going to talk about why marriage rates are down. One study blames the lack of economically attractive men. If you can attest to this fact as a lady who's on the dating scene, our text line is 415-295-KFTC, 415-295-KFTC. You mean ladies want men with money? Well, or at least, you know, seem to have some interest in supporting themselves. Well, as I've pointed out now, I have no debt. I <laughs> own my own home. Okay. My car is paid off. You're and an ex-con, I have... though, as you just pointed out, so that's <laughs> yeah. working against you. <laughs> Armstrong and Getty. A Lord of the Rings TV show is coming to Amazon. Finally, something for the people who watch Lord of the Rings and thought, this feels short. (laughs) They're rushing it. Uh. Yeah, it's funny. Um, uh, I was just about to talk about my 11-year anniversary, wedding anniversary we celebrated yesterday. And one of the things we did when we first started dating, she couldn't believe I'd never seen any of the Lord of the Rings movies. So we watched them all. Jeez, that's a... Uh, and I really liked them, but I think all three of them were like 11 hours added together. Or something something was, like that, yeah. It was... It's a lot. Um, uh, and I got this story in just a few minutes on why marriage rates are down, the lack of economically attractive men, and there's some some numbers to back that up. We were going to go out to eat last night with the whole family. My wife and I and both kids, and uh, my youngest son, who has a variety of problems that I've talked about on the air, um, he couldn't put on clothes last night. Sometimes he just can't wear clothes. And um, uh, so we, I went and picked up food and brought it home. We wanted Chinese food. And I wish Joe were here to mock me because I had sweet and sour pork. And if oh, Joe were here. Dang it, I would have gotten that wrong. If Joe, China! If Joe were here, <laughs> he would say that's a child's order. He's probably right. It does taste like candy. Uh, but it was delicious. But um, a few textures asked. So a percentage of the time that you eat Chinese food that that's what you. Have you ever had anything that's not that? At a Chinese restaurant. The percentage of time that I've ordered sweet and sour pork at a Chinese restaurant is 100%. You've never had anything that's... So even if you have something else, you at least have that as well. Absolutely. Okay. I've never not ordered sweet and sour pork. <laughs> Since Why the is first, that? Exactly. Are you afraid? Because this is the, no, I'm not afraid. This is the kind of guy I am. The first time I ever went to a Chinese food restaurant, I ordered that and I liked it. Why would I need anything else? I don't understand the need for variety. I got something I like. I don't need other things. I, that makes no sense to me. So I just eat variety, the spice of nights. No, the crutch of the indecisive. <laughs> so, but a couple of people have asked oh, what, what I got my wife. We were um, uh, joking about yesterday, 11 years steel or whatever. But I actually got her a pair of uh, diamond earrings because I had bought her a pair of diamond earrings. And we're not jewelry people. And my wife has, uh, well, her entire jewelry 
collection is, the, the ring she got married with and now these earrings, which I had bought her a pair many years ago and allowed them to be stolen which has been a, an ongoing joke in our household. I, I think you're being a little bit tough on you. <laughs> no, we so we we were headed out. It might even have been, was it our honeymoon? I don't know. We were headed out on a vacation, and I hired a house sitter, and I did not put much effort into hiring a house sitter. I just picked the first sketchy person on Craigslist that said, okay. <laughs> you went to Craigslist I for think, your house I think sitter? I did, and she looked <laughs> sketchy and sounded sketchy, and I did no background checks, and she stayed at our house for several days, and lo and behold, she stole my wife's, uh, diamond earrings, and there's no way to prove that, of course. And we didn't notice for a couple of days. There's no way to prove that. There's nothing you can do. And so far, the past dozen years or whatever, that's kind of been an ongoing joke. So I replaced those. I, I had missed the Craigslist variable. In, yeah, in it's, it's, it's pretty lame, story. Mike. It, I told that story last night. It's the first time the kids had heard it. It's because it's not, you know, it's not a good dad moment. It's not dad's the leader of the ship. He knows how to take <laughs> care of things. Good story like that. It was just dad being a lameo. Letting and my wife at the time said, "You're going to have her watch our house." And then just, oh, I mean, because no. this person was obviously sketchy. We're probably lucky that's the only thing she stole. <laughs> I was to say, was the couch gone too? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so uh, we got this story on why are marriage rates down? I think it's all kinds of different cultural things, all kinds of different cultural things that get into why people are staying at home until they're 30 years old and, and, and not dating as much and not having sex and all kinds of different things. But this is also part of it. They've got some data on the lack of economically attractive men. The way they went about this is they looked at married women and their current husbands at the time that they got married and that person's income, education, lifestyle, etc., and compared it to the, the to the available pool of single men right now, and they found that these estimated potential dream husbands, um, th- these are the people that actually did get married, these husbands had an average income of about 58% higher than actual unmarried men currently available to unmarried women. So, obviously... Unless you think these people are getting super serious about life right at the time they got married, which does play a role. You get married and you, you start to get more serious about what you're doing. You don't, you know, you're not screwing around anymore. Um, but the, the income of newly married men is 58% higher than the, the pool of available men out there. And these husbands were also 30% more likely to be employed than real single men and 19% more likely to have a college degree. It's even worse among African-American women. I've known a couple of uh, black women who are single said it's just impossible to find a guy to marry. I've heard them complain about that uh, endlessly, uh, you know, like over drinks back in the day when I was in the single scene. Now, to, how, to what extent this is true, and, and my wife's friends of, uh, of any race, primarily white, um, have said the same sort of thing. It's just uh, every guy I meet, I find out he's still living with mom and dad, or he's he's kind of got a part-time job and he plays video games all the time or whatever, and he just doesn't seem like a guy I want to. Got a couple of texts on that. My daughter met a nice boy, but he she found out he has $90,000 in college debt. All of a sudden, he became less attractive, and she broke up. So that plays a role, the amount of college debt out there, I suppose. There are kind of parallel timelines on when women want to get married when they're emotionally ready. And so they have kind of an emotional timeline. Men seem to have a more of a financial timeline. I, I want to be stable. I want to be able to provide. There's that desire to, to be able to, hey, I know yeah, it's 2019. You can work. That's awesome, too. But, you know, if things go, I want to be able to provide mm-hmm. for you and my family. Um, and that window 
for whatever reason, has been getting pushed back farther and farther, whether it's college debt, whether it's the, the video game, the lack of maturing late, or whatever yeah, one it is. Of the, one of the problems with that, and I was told this many, many years ago, the the whole I'll do this when I'm you know in the right spot. I'll have a kid when we're financial. You know, right. you'll, never, you'll never feel like you are. You just got to do it now right. and, and make it work. I got this text. I'm 26, and I'm if I meet one more guy that wants to still be a DJ, I'd rather be buried in a ditch. <laughs> <laughs> to paraphrase, paraphrase Boris Johnson from earlier in the hour. I want to be a DJ. That's hilarious. <laughs> there's there's almost certainly a greater percentage of people clinging on to the I'm trying to do what I love thing later on in life, I feel, where in previous generations you probably pivoted to a different career path earlier in life. Um, money not a big deal, but being self sufficient is a plus. Says this person, I can't find a man who's self sufficient. Okay, um. <laughs> there's there's some some women saying some really really mean things about men that I'm not going to pass along. Oh, I'm sure that's just that's just not nice. <laughs> Do you? Just because you tr- you run in these circles, do you think that's actually a thing? Because a couple of people mentioned video games. I've um, actually heard that mentioned. I I think it is certainly a, a more common hobby than previous, but me being a video game player, I push back, and I don't think it's necessarily that much different as if I was an avid golfer and I golfed I would, every week. I would agree, but for whatever reason, it's got a bad um, it's got a bad look to it. I would just suggest that you maybe hide that or you don't you don't emphasize that in the early days of dating. How much you like to uh, to play video games? For some reason, it's got a different look than playing golf. Um, Sharpie Gate, uh, the president talking about Alabama being hit by a hurricane and the line on the map and all that sort of stuff. We're going to take that on through Howard Kurtz of Fox, coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show.